second cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Ramirez. Podcasting live from the recent past in the Dogwater Studios, high above UNR campus in the best places to go take a shit. It's the Worst Little Podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Ramirez. Joining me today, Dogwater Dick. Nobody else. Nobody else. <laughs> and nobody else, except our guest today, the fucking magnificent band called The Care. We're talking out of our ass. Man, we don't need any other hosts. We don't need them, like, jawing away and saying stuff and stepping on us. I just need them us. to fill up space in the intro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done giving you a hi uh, and Ed McMahon. Hi-yo. Hey-o. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll put that in later. Hi-yo. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Here we are again, Monday night, and um, a little behind-the-scenes-ass shit for you. Um one by one, all the other hosts like dropped out. Yeah, oh, they were falling like flies. Oh man, three of them like, ah! right off the bat were like, "Nope, not this week, can't do it." And I was like, "No, oh, that's fine." And then uh, three other ones were like, we'll "Be there," and they they all dropped out too. One by one. So, ah! Yeah. Um, so here we are with the seventh and eighth host, Nick and Rick. Hey guys. Water Dick. But um, one of our hosts, Sophia, one of our new hosts, or actually, she's more like. Uh, uh, doing tryouts with us. She's she's brought us a bunch of acts this this uh, post this half of the year, this thirteenth uh, season of ours, and um, we're hoping the fourteenth season. She's already booking for the fourteenth season, and she's got us. She got us a care, dude, from the ashes of dissidents. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, this brand new band that is, um, as Mark Ernest put it, uh, was it like doom metal shoegaze? Uh, it's a Cross between shoegaze and black metal. Black metal. Black yeah. metal shoegaze. Yeah. yeah. It's the black metal version of Slow Dive. Yeah. <laughs> or My Bloody Valentine. Black gaze, if you will. Black gaze. Black gaze. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Rick. Rick. I like looking at my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rad, you guys. Well, should we get right into the first song, or no. do, we, do we do we need to report in on our Thanksgivings? How was everybody's oh, Thanksgiving? Fuck yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, we're not we're not big Thanksgiving people. Uh, Thanksgivings. We, we, Aaron and, and I did go to a family gathering, yeah. and I will be honest, I slept for a vast majority. A of it. solid like five hours. It's yeah. a good nap day. Yeah, if anything. Truly, truly. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially mm-hmm. after that turkey. Video games and Die Hard for me. Yeah, we watched but, Die Hard too. Yeah. Or Die and, Hard also, not and, Die Hard uh, too. And also specific. under yeah, that's easy to misunderstand. Yeah. Uh, Steven Seagal classic. You know, it's under funny. I, I actually did watch Die Hard two, number two. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, like. Over movie. the holiday this last week. <laughs> Wait, which one was Under Siege? Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a great movie. I didn't think it was that good when I watched it, though, recently. The the airport one, I was like, yeah, uh, I mean, out of, I don't know. It might be like third best or something. The first one's just, it's <laughs> it's a stand-up film. Yeah, the yeah. first one's you know? first best, always. always. Number three Absolutely. has some pretty classic scenes in it. We watch a lot of action movies yeah, in our We household. watch an alarming amount of action <laughs> we do. movies. That's cool. So you two are together? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. And which two is that? Cool. Uh, our audience? Ryan and Aaron. We've been yeah. together for almost 14 years. Yeah, 14 years in a couple weeks. Yeah. Drums and vocals. Yeah. Forever. Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She stuck with me before 
we started playing music together when I was constantly on tour. And, and now we just do it together. And now we decided we would tour together. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. She's like, you know how I'm going to make this work? I'm going to fucking be in your band. I'm going to, exactly. Sometimes, though, I'm like, man, go, go be in another band. And I can just <laughs> hang out with the cat, and you guys can just go tour, and I won't have to be yeah. in the van the whole time, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of like my world, too, because Mikey goes on tour with her stuff, but we don't have mm-hmm. anything together yet. Uh-huh. I really, I hope someday we do. It's we wrote fun. we were written one song together. That's pretty good. Though. Nice. I mean, it's kind of it's fun. We've been lucky enough to like travel parts of the world together playing music and you know, like That's it, amazing, it's, man. It's it's fun when you've been doing something for so long but then you have a partner who starts doing that with you and you can kind of share the same experiences that at one point they could only hear you talk about. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, you know, you get to see different parts of the world and different parts of the country and meet fun and like really amazing people. And yeah, yeah we, so cool. I think the first time I ever met Ryan was like, I think it was like 16 and I was going to shows that his bands would play or he was booking. Which bands? And but... um, oh man, back in the day, that yeah. was probably um, a tainted All... state, Carson yeah, City yeah, Hardcore that Baby. Was... Yeah, that was that was, and, uh, it was a band. <laughs> Anti Coercion was Ryan's grind band from forever yeah, ago, but no. I was like a little baby street punk with like a mohawk, and yeah. that was uh, me going to shows. And I met Ryan, and then we re met when I was in my twenties. So. Yeah, I moved back to Reno, and yeah. we met. The and rest is history. Fucking love, a. love was in the air. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, we also both needed Cupid's arrow. Too. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking rad. I love that story. What about you, Noah? How did you get in this band? Uh, Ryan asked me to join about six months ago. That's the most boring thing to say. (laughs) We post him. Like like they ran you over with a car or something. Yeah, I mean, Ryan re- stole me from Ryan realistically, hey, I, I saw his band play, yeah. and I looked at Aaron, and I was like, I'm going to steal that dude. Like, he's going to join this band. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you play? Uh, I initially joined as a guitarist, but now I'm on the bass. Isn't that shitty how they push you to bass? <laughs> I, I volunteered, man. Oh, no shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how Every to play band is bass. like, okay, <laughs> one of you guitar players has to play bass. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he volunteered, and he's killing it. Oh, he's, he, you know what, like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna get. <laughs> Ryan's gonna get. He's a very I'm sentimental get guy. Sentimental on you, real quick. But uh, he truly is like a very, very rare talent. Like it's not very often that you meet people that you immediately feel like you kind of have that musical connection with. And he's awesome. Well, like, I'm okay. very, very grateful to to have him doing this with us. Mad chemistry. Yeah, it's been fun. And I love playing black metal, and uh, it's not a lot of that in Reno these days. So. Well, you might as well start at the top. Those oh, yeah. Are, no, absolutely. <laughs> the absolutely. blackest of metal. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I was a big Distance fan back in the day, too. So, Chris? Yes? Uh, <laughs> What's up with you? I pro- I met you guys through Distance shows, just coming to that. And then, if memory serves me right, it was just playing shitty riffs on Facebook. And Ryan and I started talking a little bit. And I want to say this was 2020, somewhere uh, around there, COVID I time. I want to say it was 2019. Right before like right COVID before. hit everything. Yeah, because we were times. we were getting ready dissidents was getting ready to go on tour mm-hmm. and I had had it in my mind that I wanted to do like a side project because dissidents was pretty much just touring like turning into a tour machine and we weren't like playing locally that much. And so I wanted to have like a band that I could do locally as well. And I remember seeing Chris posting videos of himself playing guitar and I was like, Wow, like this guy 
It's awesome. Like I should, I should definitely get a hold of it. Chris, did you only post the videos where you did it right? Uh, you know like what? That's how, we, that's how he suckered me in. <laughs> and then we're all, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, this isn't what you advertised. <laughs> but it, was, uh, it, it was when you couldn't go to shows during COVID. We were doing what we called the uh, quarantine riffs. Tony from Canon was doing oh, it. Oh, right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy from Beast Wagon, another one of their projects. They were doing that. And that's kind of, I think, the impetus for that. And we were we were trying to mess around. COVID hit. I think we played twice or something like that. Maybe. And then we had to shut it down. Yeah. And then I had a half stack sit in the room at MRC for a almost year? two years, yeah. I felt like. <laughs> and <clears throat> dissidents, uh, you know, rest in peace and all that stuff. But so that went away. There's a little short break. And then we just didn't have a, even a band name at the time. We just got together and mm-hmm. floating riffs back and forth. Ryan gave me the idea of what he wanted. So we kind of had that idea of where we're going to go with this. But yeah, there's no really song structure is no name no nothing yeah mm-hmm. so. just working it out in the lab yeah yeah, yeah. just an idea just yeah ryan's mm-hmm. an idea man for most I, of the projects yeah. that i was gonna he's say in. so ryan you're like controlling the band from behind the drum kit yeah i just i just had i always had the idea of like wanting to because i think that black metal is a really interesting mm-hmm. like genre because it's kind of a blank canvas and mm-hmm. you can really kind of mm-hmm. do whatever you want with it. Whereas with other styles of music, you're kind of like pigeonholed to what it is. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do something that incorporated shoegaze and black metal. Because I think mm-hmm. that they're two of the the most like emotional kinds of music. And I mean, why not? I personally had some like pretty terrible things happen in the last couple of years. And so I thought, well, I can't be the only one. So why not create a soundtrack for that? Yeah. No, I think that Ryan had the idea of putting those two really like kind of they're heavy in a way, but they're also kind of like emotionally heavy. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. we went through a lot in uh, 2022. So when he and Chris started jamming and they just sounded like sad, long, just like really intense songs, it made it really easy for me lyrically to come in and put some stuff on top of that, which was different than what I did with Dissidents because Dissidents was very political and to the point like you knew exactly what the song was about if you listened to it <laughs> um, so this has been kind of nice to have that and cathartic for sure very cool what's the first thing we're going to hear um, so our songs don't have titles they're just uh, they're just tracked like Roman numerals so this is probably I'm assuming going to be number one <laughs> cool <laughs> and, you, and, and did you guys and is this all just like it says it says demo is this like, is that the name of the album? Or yeah, is it's it just our, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just our just demo, demo from this We're, year, uh, yeah. First I mean, thing we did. We'll let you know, uh, you know what, we'll, we'll share we'll share the secret as of right <laughs> now. But, you know, like the new one that we're working on, we're just going to write one. Like, the idea was to have, you can fit 24 minutes of music on one side of an LP. Mm-hmm. And so with samples and sound clips, I figured why not try to write just like a 22-minute song. And just have, you know, nobody buys seven inches anymore. So why not have like a 12-inch EP and, you know, maybe turn it into a split or just, you know, have it as what it is. But, yeah, we just – that's the idea that we're pushing around right now. We all realize seven inches leaves you wanting more. Absolutely. And they sit in your practice space for (laughs) – And I figure a 22-minute song will definitely make them want more. (laughs) Two 20-minutes. Yeah, look out, Bell Witch. (laughs) Come for you, Dylan.
why do people have to die? To make life important.
was heavy fuck. <laughs> and as a, a song's over, and then it kicks into the, the like my yeah, favorite like, kick ass <laughs> part. I was like, that ending <laughs> outro was fucking dope. You gotta get him. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, that was cool. I didn't even know I like black metal. But. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to, I don't know, write music that people could relate to in their own way. Like, it's open for interpretation. It is whatever you need it to be at that time. Yeah. What's the second track like? What's um, The second tracks, I think that one's probably, I would say, more like, it. Like it starts off pretty... It's a little Quick. more busy. It's a little bit busier, maybe. But yeah. that was the one that we had a completely different song written. Yeah. And then that did just not vibe with the first and third track, so we just went back to the, and cut out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I think... Trimming the fat, as we like to yeah, call it. Yeah, for the, sure. I think it's the probably the middle riff is the only one I think we kept out of that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah, we, like, Frankenstein that whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're, just, that, we're that, gonna keep this piece and then put it That one was else. piecemealed, so it's like, it's not like songs one and three where it's kind of a... We wrote it was going from one thing to the next to kind of this one, yeah, definitely it Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it, it, this one kicks off a little bit quicker. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the Absolutely. first one has a super long six feet under intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that song is only that's what that, that rep was from six feet under. Yeah, so <laughs> the the intro was um, was from I'm a huge six feet under fan. Oh yeah, it's, it's a great television a great show. show. Yeah. I did all the samples, so there's uh, little bits and pieces from things that inspired me lyrically, but also just kind of fit the tone of what we're going for. And when you go do a show, you bring the samples with. And yeah, we have a sample pad. We get oh. really like we got lights and candles and yeah, we, floral uh, cool. arrangements and yeah, we try to make thing. it. You know, people when you're paying to go to a show, we figure why not, you know, make it visually aesthetic as well as you know, like what you're hearing, having something visual to go along with Fucking it. A. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah it's visual music, too. too. Like, mm-hmm. It's great headphone music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And thank you for having us on. Yeah, we, yeah no problem. Yeah, we're, we've cool. been very excited to do this. No, we're happy to have you. Uh, squeaked you in at the uh, end of this season. Otherwise, we would have definitely had you on next season for sure. But here we are. Yeah, we're, yeah thank you very, very much. Early to the game with the new band, new, new Blood. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I think we listen to the second song and then do the thing that we do with the new blood, Rick. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so second song, and that's called Two. Two. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> Air quotes, number two. <laughs>
Damn. Shit's crazy. So, are you singing from your throat? Oh, it's all diaphragm. All diaphragm? Yeah, I'm a vocal warm-up queen. I've, knock on wood, never lost my voice on tour or anything like that. But, uh, no, I do vocal warm-ups religiously before practice, before our sets, everything like that. So, uh, yeah, it's all from the gut. You're all, you're all sweet looking and there's this demon in there. <laughs> That's what, I get that all the time of people, uh, especially with dissidents. Like, we played Gilman one time. And uh, somebody came inside, and they're like, yeah, I was expecting there to be, like, some big burly dude on stage. It's just, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> you know, I'd never, ever in my life heard Mars Volta, and Johnny and Bailey was on the fucking show, and he was talking about how that was his favorite band, and I was like, fuck, I gotta check that out and see what it's like. And then I listened to a couple albums, and every three seconds, the entire song changes. Every three <laughs> seconds, it's a different song, and then something else happens, and something else happens. And it was cool, and it's entertaining, but it's tiring to, like listen to and, and your guys' music is the opposite of Mars Volta it, like, it gives you all this space and time to marinate in a, in a thought and feeling and uh, and I'm an old Cure fan, and, that, and the Cure does that a lot too. Where they just big, fucking big like influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big, big influence. I love the Cure. Man, and- yep. the Cure will play a whole song and then play the whole song again and then play the whole song again, but mm-hmm. sing. Like, yeah, you know, like, no, that's the kind of what we were trying to do too. Is like give people time to see what's happening and hear what's happening and feel whatever's going on, especially in like a live setting too, where we have you know the whole thing, like the whole ambiance going for everybody. So. I, that makes me very happy that you uh, that you feel that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anytime yeah. us and the Cure get mentioned at the same time, I yeah, mean, there you scared. go. <laughs> and not and not like like what the Cure most people know, but like pornography Cure. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. You know, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. The, yeah, or Faith Cure. Yeah. yeah. So good job, you guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. And we have to give all of the credit to Tony as well at yes. Canawa because yep. he recorded the demo for us and it's Oh, so dude, good. I didn't know Tony oh, yeah. did that. Yeah, Tony yeah, did this. From the Divide In. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, was... we uh, we met up with them a couple of times mm-hmm. and um, had some really, really in-depth conversations about, you know, what we wanted, like what we we're kind of going for sound-wise. And he just did an absolutely amazing job. He, and he killed was it. so much fun to work with. Yeah, recording with somebody that you can be comfortable with and, you know, they know exactly what you're going for. And he just made it so, so easy and so and great. And who is also a musician. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And a right. good one. A yeah. really that good one. really <laughs> makes a difference. Yeah. So that was that was really cool to be able to work with him on that. And he made that demo sound exactly how we wanted it to. Yep. Absolutely. No, t- Absolutely. Tony's amazing. We, we just him. had them on. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we listened. Yeah, we listened. That was a great episode. <sighs> some of they are putting out music by some of my favorite local bands. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, think I think heterophobia is next level. Fuck yeah. I yeah. think what they're doing is next level. Yeah, I, don't, next... I think they're pretty untouchable in like their realm of music. Our next uh, local show is going to be with them. Yep. I'm excited. I'm wow, cool. extremely excited. Yeah, we love them. Yep. Great stuff, you guys. Well, Rick, uh, can you play me that classic from, uh, from the past that goes with the thing that we're going to do? As you wish, Uncle Nick. Well, thank you there. Uh... It's the worst little quiz, and uh, we're going to do this. We go around and ask you guys a couple questions, long form, and a couple questions, this or that, or would you, wouldn't you. Um, the first question out of the gate is just a super easy um, uh, road trip question. Celebrity road trip. We'll start with Chris. All right. Who's the celebrity you're going to go across America with, and what car are you guys taking? Oh, good Lord. 
Uh, and you lose can... points every moment you're not oh, talking. No. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Come on, Chris. No pressure. Um, I believe in you. Just remember everything Anson depends on Mount. this. What's Ooh. that? Anson Mount. What's he from? Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I knew oh, okay. oh, which happen. one is he? Nerd he's alert. <laughs> Who does he play? Which guy? He's the captain. Oh my god, he's so fucking cute. Dude, <laughs> best hair ever. Dude, they're like, oh, fucking rad. Okay. And we're gonna and we're gonna take a Hellcat, because I like my challengers. Oh, oh damn, right. Nick. That was such a high scoring answer. Yeah. He took his time, Shit. but he, he uh, dude. The episode where they had the cart, where they had the cartoon series go into the regular series on that last season. Oh, that was great! I'm just I now watching. I'm just now watching that season, and that was such a fucking great episode. And then the next episode was so intense and about like war crimes and all this horror. And all right, and then Trekkie. the next episode was the musical. <laughs> it's no, I, just, was, I like the direction. Up. Aaron and I, we're Star Fuck. Wars people, but we let him in anyway. I like the direction <laughs> this conversation's going. We can God. keep going. Here. <laughs> I'm so into this right now. Okay, okay, okay. I'll stop. I'll shut up. Noah, same question. Well, I might have to be a little basic here and pick uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Nice. And what and, car are you taking? Oh, uh, I think we would be both on loud, badass Harley Davidson motorcycles. Oh, cool. Young Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy <laughs> train. <laughs> Aaron. It's always going to be Nathan Fillion for me. Ooh. And uh, if does does Serenity Firefly. count as a vehicle? Yeah, <laughs> does that count? Vehicle. I'm gonna say it does. We're gonna we're gonna take Serenity oh, yeah. and just go. Or any Firefly that class. Works. Any, that works. Yeah, yeah, any yeah, any yeah, yeah. Firefly class is fine. I I love Nathan Fillion. He's my favorite. Very cool. Also, um, seeing Doctor. What's the other one? Joss Whedon made Doctor with Doogie Howser in it. Nathan Fillion. Anyway, never mind. That's. I, know I call you guys. I know, I know exactly. Ca- what you're he, it's about. Captain Hammer, and um, oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. My brain's having a moment, but yeah, I know what you're, the, the yeah. short. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's cool, Nathan Fillion. That Good answer, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, it's gonna be Lana Del Rey, oh, and we <laughs> are in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> nice. Man, that's tight. <laughs> and you answered really fast, but uh, you did uh, have more time to think oh, yeah. about it's it. So if, you, if you ever ask me who I'm road tripping with, it's always gonna be Lana Del Rey. Wow. Respect. Excellent. Rick, what do you got? What is, in your opinion, the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? And we will begin with Ryan. Ooh, sketchiest? I will say, what's the name of that one on, it's by where the new Oasis used to be, that weird one. It's oh. it's right behind Great Basin. I it's, don't, it's on, mm-hmm, I think it just mm-hmm. says Market. Yeah, it just it's says It's on like, like C Street Yeah, it just Sparks. says Market. We went in there one day, just, I, I don't even know why. And I don't know what they were cooking. It smelled like human it meat. It smelled like <laughs> they were literally awful. cooking. It smelled like they were like cooking a goddamn cat in that place. Yeah. It was terrible. And I was dumb oh. enough to use my debit card. And then it got compromised 24 hours later. <laughs> it did. Dude, oh, that's yikes. awesome. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's fucking sketchy. I don't think we've ever had that answer either. No. Oh, it, mm-hmm. it's a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible place. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance, it's, a, it's on C Street. <laughs> yeah. It's right out of market. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. market. I think it's market. like C Street Market or something like that, but I got to yeah. double down on that one because just the smell alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't. You guys were digging. Yeah. Oh. We, we lived, we, we used to live like right up the street from there, mm-hmm. and like it was the most convenient spot to walk, but we were just all, nah, we're going to go like an extra block to 7 <laughs> Eleven. It's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, Noah. Uh, so I don't know the exact name of it. It's downtown. That It's like. The liquor store that's kind of by Noble Pie. There's that one. And then... Um, 
Oh, the, the, the one across yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. like across the street from it. Yeah, on like yeah. first or second street. Yeah, yeah, second street. That one, that one. There's some uh, rough characters in there every once in a while. <laughs> Isn't Caddy Corner from the church? Yeah, yeah. I think that's first street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also the one on uh, by the freeway entrance on uh, McCarran and Sparks. Oh, Some yeah. uh, interesting characters in that one. Oh yeah, we've had that <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. said before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it looks nice outside, but when you go inside, yeah. it's like really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do you got? I don't know, man. I don't really get that vibe <laughs> from any convenience store I go to in Reno. Like I, I will say, never Reno, get yeah, with, Reno so. convenience stores are a lot less sketchier than a lot of there's, cities. Yeah. Convenience stores. There's the right, one well, that's no. across from uh, the Siena, though. That little corner place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent yeah, there's the old one. apartments upstairs. Mm-hmm. Right? It used to be by the Foxy mm-hmm. Olive. Yeah. Foxy Olive, that's, yeah. yeah that's I don't know if I can be a fan of a convenience store if I don't have, like, that little fear of, you know what? <laughs> Something might happen if I go yeah. in this place, but I'm going to risk it. I feel like any Reno <laughs> convenience store is, like, a solid C- minus when you've been to convenience stores in Oakland on a regular basis. <laughs> well, but in Oakland, they don't let you go inside. There's just, like, a slidey drawer. Oh, and, I like, go. The, I go like, you know what I mean? You can go into the ones in Oakland, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> not after nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. there's the, yeah. the after hours. I mean, like, because well, we, we go to shows there a lot, and mm-hmm. we'd be walking around town having this great time, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, man, I really need some gum and some ice cream, and, and we're like, got to get it through the drawer. Yeah, we've done that before, <laughs> so too. We were on tour with a band from Germany, and they didn't realize that convenience stores, like, in California closed at a certain time, mm-hmm. and so just, like, watching them try to explain to the person working what they were, like, asking for was very interesting. Hearing a guy with a heavy German accent <laughs> and for face tattoos ask for nutter butters and get, like, super frustrated at, like, three yeah. in the morning. And, and, and bottled Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> very specific orders I live in, those guys. I live in Reno, and I forget that. I get spoiled living here, so we yeah, go to yeah. another city, and I'm oh, like, yeah. what do you mean you close? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, what do you mean there's no slot machines in the, in the convenience <laughs> yeah. store? Yeah. You can't smoke in <laughs> here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Whatever, get, whatever happened to smoking in public? That's the America that I want. Oh, that's the Nevada we used to be. Nevada we grew up in. You know, when yeah. it was, it was, Nevada used to be lawless. Smoking. And now yeah. I feel like oh, there's you know, like there's rules. Back in the day. There's you know? a sketchy place. See, back when Diamond's Casino was the place to be. <laughs> still is to some people. <laughs> they never left. Yeah, still there. God, Diamonds gets mentioned a lot on this. They get a lot of it's, free publicity it's, it's, from us. <laughs> uh, well, I will but not really good publicity. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been inside. Uh, I have, I've sat outside waiting for somebody and uh, watched the people coming in and out. Think and about the casinos in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but way shittier. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, um, next question. I got one. Um, you get two million bucks. You get to uh, keep half, and you have to give half to a charity. Who's the charity you give it to, and then what do you do with your half? Shit. Let's start over yeah, here. Yeah, I have to think about <laughs> it. Oh, gosh. Uh, a charity, I would have to say anything that has like anything that has to do with keeping um, the arts in public schools going. Right on. Because my son... You know, he went to Galena, and he was in the orchestra, and that entire orchestra was completely funded by donations because the mm-hmm. school had to cut funding for it. And so a million dollars to public schools, you know. Music programs. Music programs and, and art, art programs, yeah. I think, is really important, and I don't think that they get, you know, the uh, 
the attention that they deserve. No, arts are fundamental. Yeah, I mean, they... Everyone's they, an artist. It's just what kind of artist yeah, are you? you and, know, and I feel like it's something that isn't really nurtured anymore. Yeah. And that's that's what I would choose. You know, and uh, as far as what I would do with my hat, you got to buy mom a house. There you go. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. It's to mandatory. Do. And uh, after that, I would probably be the most uncool person ever and just uh, invest in something, <laughs> something awesome, something cool. Love, invest, invest in, in oh, something. Man. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe buy myself great a, a little something sweet. He'll buy more drums too. Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> Gonna get that rush drum set you always wanted. <laughs> that oh, nineteen yes. piece kit. Yeah, oh. oh Neil. Oh Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, what do you got? Um, I would say anything for trans youth, trans lifeline, uh, even places in Reno like our center, uh, places that cater to LGBTQ uh, groups and especially youth, since they're so affected by a lot of what's going on in the world today. Uh, that's where I would put my half of the charitable fund. For the other half, I don't know. Um, Come on, baby, where are we going? I know. I'd go back to Europe. I'd buy a lot more records, and I'd buy Vicara fucking van. <laughs> yeah. so that's what I would do. Van. I would yeah. buy a van. There you go. Nice. So we don't have to keep borrowing. So we don't have to keep asking Pat if we can use <laughs> his van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could get a pretty nice van, too, yeah. with your million dollars. Million exactly. Dollars I'll buy everybody oh, yeah. gets a van. Yeah. It'll be like, yeah. you get a van. You get a van. <laughs> no, what do you got? <laughs> so for charity, a um, couple of good answers so far, maybe ones that I would have said. But I would um, probably give it to something like the Eddie House for homeless youth. They're just generally getting people off the streets. Nice, local. Um, yeah, yeah. Help, help, uh, help the city out a little bit. But um, for my next uh, million bucks, I'd buy a hot tub for my house. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's, that's been um, my dream for a while. You still have a lot left over. I would. That, I'd so. probably I'd buy a boat. <laughs> You don't know uh, how cool the hot tub yourself. is. Yeah. <laughs> you got to spoil yourself. And, uh, That's true. Inflation. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a boat with a hot tub in it. <laughs> um, now I, I like I where you're going. Go and a motorcycle you're, with a hot oh, tub yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> a limo with a hot tub. Oh. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Chris, what do you got? Uh, he actually took my answer. but <laughs> No, so, something like that. I mean, it's a... Uh, like, my childhood was pretty good, but my wife's childhood was supremely fucked up. Like, grown up at Pony Express Lodge on 4th Street sort of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, a place like Eddie House would have definitely been amazing mm-hmm. for her when she was a kid. So, and, and yeah, if you don't have that support when you're young, fuck your whole life over. So, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a good answer. As far as what I would spend money on, um, I think... Uh, Janelle and I need to go back to the Grand Californian at Disneyland and spend a few weeks there and do whatever I feel like. Eat a bunch of edibles and go on the Star Wars rides. Star and, Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think they don't have get... Star Trek land. <laughs> Just saying. Oh. So that's what you would open it Well, with. actually, in <laughs> Vegas, they do, right? They have a ship. They close something. that shit down. Oh, oh man. man. He's going to use but his million exactly. to open Star Trek Sorry, land. Bro. Yeah, it'd be the shittiest amusement park ever for a million bucks. <laughs> hey, man, you got to start somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I think a van thing would be super awesome. Then I'm going to drive to the Sweetwater factory in Indiana and fill it up with as much shit as I can possibly get in there. <laughs> nice. And, oh, and pay off mm-hmm. the house. That'd be great, too. Might as well. Get all that done. Very good. Rick, what do you got? <gasps> what is the most memorable thing that you saw happen or happened to you in middle school? And we will begin with Noah. Oh, jeez. 
I had a very uneventful middle school. You're lucky because middle yeah. school sucked. Um. Oh, this is a good story from from middle school. Is that I was in a production of The Midsummer Night's Dream, and I was one of the leads. And this very cute girl that I had a crush on was also one of the leads. And she had to drop into a girl that I did not like and who smelled kind of bad. Oh. <laughs> no names mentioned. But, right. Thank you. Um, yeah. That was, that was probably the most ex- unfortunate and exciting thing that happened to me in middle school. I like it. Pretty good. <laughs> Theater. Very cool. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. I've so, never I'm done sorry, any I'm, theater ever I'm since. I'm sorry you had it to go through traumatic. that. Yeah. Nice girl, though. Okay. Yeah. All right, Rick, is he going left or right? Chris! Uh, middle school was pretty uneventful for me, as much as I remember being God, long ago. middle school was the fucking worst. <laughs> Every day was a nightmare. Yeah, How did you guys have, have uneventful middle school? <laughs> well, dude, I was a fucking nerd. I don't have any friends, watched Star Trek, and played with my tarantulas and iguana. Oh, oh God, much... that sounds awesome. <laughs> Some people have good middle school experiences. I guess so. What about you, Ryan? Well, I have to admit, middle school is when I discovered skateboarding and punk rock, so it was it was pretty exciting for me. You know, I mean, skateboarding, nothing bad. I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. skateboarding is when you're a kid, because I moved around a lot when I was younger. And so finding something like skateboarding, it meant, I mean, it was everything to me. But is there a moment that you would like to highlight from all of that? Uh, Going to my very, very first show, I snuck out with, uh, okay. So like growing up in Vegas, we had this theater called the Huntridge and, um, I snuck out and went with, like, the older, like, the cool older guy. Mm. And he went and took me to go see Unwritten Law. Oh, boy. And it was it was life-changing. It was awesome. <laughs> I didn't even listen to that kind of punk rock, but it was the first show I ever went to. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I'm going to do this forever. And now I'm 42, and I'm still doing the same. <laughs> so stay in, stay in school, kids, because otherwise yeah. you'll be 42 and trying to figure out how you're going to keep going on tour. <laughs> it's not a bad life. It could be worse. I think it's great. Aaron, what you got for us? Um, so I started getting into punk when I was in middle school, too. And I think probably this is more of an eventful moment for my mom. Sorry, mom. But um, I had super long blonde hair in middle school, and then I told my mom I was going to get a haircut, and I came back with like a foot long mohawk. And <laughs> oh, my wow. mom was my mm. mom cried. Oh god, she was real bummed. <laughs> She's cool about it now, though. It's fine. But yeah, that was probably one of my more like defining moments in middle school, like late middle school. Yep. Rad. Um, okay, uh, let's do some rapid fire. Elvis or Beatles? Elvis. Beatles. Elvis. Beatles. Ooh, dead split. Okay, okay, very fast. This is rapid fire. Best hamburger in Reno. Juicy's. I don't know, man. I'm vegan. Uh, <laughs> oh, best hamburger or vegan alternative burger? Uh, Beefy's has a good veg- vegetarian burger. Fucking yeah. rad. I can't remember the last yeah. time I went out to go get yeah. a burger. We're the worst band. We all have dietary preferences and food allergies. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, not me. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go old school and go awful, awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on. Right on. That's but classic. But not, not just any. It 
has to be on Virginia. Yeah. yeah. You know he's not the one in You didn't say yeah. that, but yeah. that's what I knew you meant. It's assumed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and, which is funny because yeah. that's a place that's not even, it doesn't even exist anymore. I know. And I, I still know. knew that's what one you were talking about. <laughs> but I mean, uh, a legend is a legend for a reason. Fuck. It's true. I remember when they had the burger off of those two spots, and I didn't even know they had an awful, awful in Sparks. And I'm like, what? And they lost anyway. Of course they yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, downtown beat their ass. Yep. Was it food and I, wars? I'll eat an I'll, I'll, I love an awful awful of the nugget, but it's not the same at all. It's definitely it's like a whole same. other universe. Yeah. yeah, it's if you're not I mean, eating it in that alley right there, oh where it's like it kind of smells like dumpster. <laughs> oh yeah, I could yeah. watch the really health. Experienced oh, yeah. I could yeah. watch the health department shutting that place down and, <laughs> and still w- want to eat uh, that. Yes. And they used to yeah. like it didn't matter. I would ask them, "Can you wait five minutes? Because I need while I go and get a burger <laughs> and then be about your business." There's they no used way. to give you those giant things of fries too, yeah. like the, the big giant containers of fries yeah. for an, like uh, like super cheap an alarming amount of fries. But we used to go there after shows and people would just like leave like half of their containers of fries. Oh, yeah, just go bust. Tables. And when you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're like 15, you're like, oh man, free French fries. What's up? Oh, yeah. There's like cigarette butts in them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eat around it, you'll be right? fine. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> We're back when you could smoke in the diner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. What a time to be alive. God. When, when America was great. <laughs> Reno. Yeah, I mean, there is something to say about that whole area, though, because it really was cool to go to shows and then, yeah. like, you kind of knew that that's where everybody was going to end up. Yeah. yeah. At some yeah. point, oh, yeah. everyone it, was going to end up there. If you drink alcohol, it, that's like perfect food to soak that shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't feel yeah. so bad in the morning. Just oh, yeah. You can eat some nugget before you go to bed. Yep. Yes, anyway, uh, yeah. the grease and the alcohol would kind of interact with one another. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah. Amazing things would happen. <laughs> you guys have done great. Do you want a, another rapid fire, Rick? Uh, weed or beer? Weed or beer? I am straight so <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Haritos. <laughs> nice. Uh, which flavor? Uh, Mandarin all day. <laughs> Thank you. Lime, s- close second. Fuck. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say beer, even though I don't really drink beer. Alcohol, vodka sodas for me. <laughs> okay. Noah, weed or weed or beer or it's booze? Uh, a close beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with close beer. I do like having a good night's yeah. sleep, but I, I, really I, I like the beer. The fact that yeah. nobody said weed beer is a little <laughs> weed bit <laughs> yeah, They have that now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that stuff legal. fucking weed beer. It's 2023, guys. Hey, get man, it together. If you can get al- al- like Sunny D with alcohol, why not weed beer? Sunny yeah. D seltzers. We just discovered those Ooh. on our last tour. Those are, no, I don't know something about the it's taste of THC. is a little weird to me, though. <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of meh. It's, it's like, mm-hmm. it's I like, like a nice hoppy put, beer. A, a penny in it, like it tastes, like it tastes <laughs> metallic. Yikes. All right, oh, let's... when it comes to candy, uh, chocolate or fruit? Okay. Fruit. Chocolate. Mm, fruit. This is when I'm going to go with weed and fruit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, these kids today with their fruit candies. Fuck. Uh, Only one okay. chocolate in the gang. Okay, no, well, I'm holding down. You I'm an pineapple I, and honey. Sometimes man. you got to taste the rainbow, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I've I got that. one final question for you. We're not going to go with that dirty, dirty, dirty. No, we won't ask it. Even though they said they wanted an X-rated show, know. we're still not going to ask it. <laughs> it's awful, you guys. You don't want it. All right. Who plays you in the movie of your life? Who plays you? What actor? And who directs that movie? We'll start with Aaron. Oh, God. Skip. I'm all going to somebody else. I got to think. Noah, you, you got an answer? Um, Actor? Maybe Bradley Cooper. Maybe Keanu Reeves. Ooh, nice. Um, Good answer. Director, hopefully Alfonso Cuaron. Very cool. Uh, Very cool. 
I don't know who that is. Who's that? <laughs> uh, he did um, Children of Men, one oh, of my all-time cool favorite movies. Oh, he also yeah, did yeah. He did Tu Mama Tambien, which is... Uh, I saw that too, you yeah. know, Hopefully what my life ends up looking a little more like. But. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck anybody's mom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't fuck your best friend's mom. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Jason Momoa and then directed by Nicholas Meyer. And what did he direct? Rathacon. Oh, cool. Damn. Star Trek. Fuck, yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. God. It's always coming Holy back to Star shit. Trek. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, Nick Cassavetes directing. Cassavetes did. He did The Notebook. Okay. And John Q, and uh, he was actually a really great like character actor in the 80s. Far out. Man, you guys are deeper than I thought. Yeah, they have good answers. Uh, now it's my turn. Now yeah. the pressure's on. Um, John Hughes? No. Ooh. <laughs> I would respect that. Let's see. I forgot every actor or actress that I've ever known in my life right now. Hmm. What's the one? Uh, damn it. Give me a hit. The one, the, my one celebrity doppelganger that I have, she put, she plays plain Anne in uh, Arrested oh, Development. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Anyway, her. Yeah. Because okay. she's the only person that vaguely looks like. That's me. not maybe, right? No, it's the other one. It's the one that she's, Michael Sarah's dating. Yeah. Like the like yeah, mayonnaise, okay. Okay. the egg in the ma- like <laughs> mayonnaise. It's a mayonnaise. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's a really boring character, which is great that I can't remember god. her name now. Was also in a Nicholas show. Sparks film. Yes. Bring up that show. All I think of is the cornholer. <laughs> the corn, it's cornballer. Or cornballer. <laughs> that was Whoops. a different show. <laughs> Who's hey. directing? Uh, it's just going to be Tarantino. It's all feet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's a close the sound. Let's check with the computer. Ah, damn, Aaron, you squeaked it out. Just a little bit higher score than your your boyfriend or husband. Yes. Um. Damn. And so you are the winner. You, I believe, get a, uh, what is it, um, Bravo Motherfucker sticker? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. And then you all get Nowhere Nevada soundtrack and DVD Sweet. package. Everybody gets awesome. that, but only one person gets the Bravo Motherfucker sticker. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will display it proudly. So Bravo <laughs> Motherfucker. All right. Well, <laughs> now you're not virgins anymore. You did the worst little quiz. Uh, when is the, when are you guys going to get out and play some live gigs? People. I think the happening? next show is January 20th. Yeah, with, January uh, 20th. The Scattering and Heterophobia. Yep. It's at Alturas. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to write for a little bit when the weather's bad because that's the best time to do it. Yep. And then um, we do have some shows coming up at Servapool in Holland in April, too. And then I think I'm going to start booking us a Pacific Northwest tour for sometime around uh, June. Yeah. Very summer. cool. Yeah. yeah, maybe Canada. We'll see. Chris has to get his passport. Yeah. yeah do you need one for Canada? I have no fucking. It clue. helps if you have yeah. one. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. Yeah. Also, we want to take this back to to Europe, to Europe. too. Yeah. So we want to. That that's the goal for I'm gonna say maybe 2025. Yeah. Is to uh, do like a month in in Europe. Yeah. For Fingers sure. crossed. A dissidence was lucky enough to go over there for. Um, we went over there after Austin had passed away, but um, we were supposed to play Pit Fest. And the people that ran that fest over there were absolutely amazing, and we've been in touch with them. So that's always going to be on the 
on the, the end game the for horizon. for coming up in the next yeah. couple of years. That and touring and and even just traveling in Europe is absolutely phenomenal. And I try to encourage people that if uh, if you can or if you've been thinking about it, like absolutely do it. It's it's really just a plane ticket. Like, yeah. that's it. And you can like, it's like gigging over here. Mm-hmm. Just... I mean, flying to Amsterdam and the train set up over there it will take you anywhere and everywhere and i just really hope that you know people are able to go and kind of explore this this world because the u.s is fucking boring and when you go to other places (laughs) you just really see so much and like different cultures and yeah so if you get a chance that's dope and you share you share your music with other people that you you know absolutely yeah any other way um that's amazing, you guys. You. I love I love the care. Thank you. Thanks for Thank having you us. so much for having us. We uh, we really appreciate. It. This is honestly this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, hell to the yeah. And we would we would love to come back if you if you would care to have us. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Would, yeah. Most def. And then if you, if if you have any other friends that you want to recommend to the show, you know you can always hook hook up with me or for sure uh, right. any number of our Sophia. Everybody, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we right love on. Sophia. Yeah, we love Sophia. She's she's good people. Thanks for the booking, Sophia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you, Sophia. Thank, thank you. Very cool. So we're gonna go out with your last song, number three, Roman numeral. That's this, I'm I, a third, so I use that. There we go. <laughs> Nick I Romero's think this is the most emotional of the three. It w- if I had to pick a favorite, it would be this one. This one's my favorite track too. Yeah, I think. this one was like has a lot behind it over with like people that Aaron and I have lost in the last couple of years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, this one's my favorite track for sure. And I hope people get something out of this one. Yeah, absolutely. And this one was definitely written for Austin Bunnell. This is a, this band started uh, because we lost him and we dedicated this whole project to him and we can't thank Noah and Chris enough for being here to help us make this you know, r- really happen and where to where other people could hear it. So uh, this one's for Austin. Right on. And uh, for Worst Little Podcast, I'm Nick saying life is short and we love you. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
May Whitman. That's her fucking May name. Whitman, I knew it was gonna get in my head later on. Yeah, good thing you figured that out. <laughs> way, way later on down the line. <laughs>